0: Welcome to this week's episode of Are You Happy with Susan and Sonia. Hi, I'm Sonia, and I'm Susan. And this is the Are You Happy podcast, where we discuss happiness. Can you achieve it? Do people feel it? How do you get it? We interview people trying to discover new ways of being happy in their life, relationships, careers, and all around everything. How to just be happy. So why do you want to start the podcast? Why did you join me on this journey to start the podcast?
1: So I think you and I were talking before this a lot about our own happiness and what it takes to be happy in life and the moments that we've been the happiest and just achieving that and I think it was a really interesting conversation because we started asking people together about their lives and if they were happy and we've gotten a lot of different responses and a lot of them have actually been negative negative. and so I think it's really interesting to see where people are lacking this happiness how they can really get it in their lives and I just want to learn more about people on a deeper level to echo off of what Susan said a lot of the people that we have spoken to
0: in regards to their lives and marriages the common consensus is that most people are satisfied not many people are actually happy in whatever they're doing and it's honestly really scary it's scary to think that in 10 years time 20 years time I still may not be completely happy
1: and right I feel like it's like you think that you're going get to get older. somewhere and you're like, okay, when I'm 40 years old, that's when I'll have it all. That's when I'll have the perfect relationship, the perfect career, the perfect family family everything. life, everything, the f- perfect French circle. But the more we're talking to people of all different ages, we see that that's a very elusive dream. And I think that it's interesting to see how different people in different stages of their lives are not at this apex that we all think that, that there is to get to. to. Get to. Yeah. Inspiring to get to. So, With this podcast,
0: I'm hoping to have people on, friends, family, peers, anyone that's living, basically, anyone living, (laughs) anyone that's living a life, um, to have them on to just kind of express to us how they feel. And if they are feeling happy, how do they get to that state? What are they doing that's different than everybody else? Because that's the biggest thing, right? That's the whole point of all of this. It's to reach happiness. So many celebrities have all the money in the world, yet all they talk about is that they they have no happiness. They're lonely, they're sad. So what is the answer if money isn't? We're by no means any experts in happiness, like I said before. We're just trying to find it. In this big world, vast world, we're just trying to find a little ounce of happiness. Right, Susan? Right. Great. Okay, (laughs) so a little bit about me. Uh, So my name is Sonia, like I said before. I'm a 27-year-old female living in Toronto. Um, I currently live with my boyfriend of three years. And right now, I am trying to complete my undergrad in kinesiology. It has taken me quite some time, and that is actually added to my sadness in life, just about where I'm at in terms of financially and with my career. And yeah, so that's that's some other stuff that I'll get into later, obviously, not to get too heavy. But yeah, so I'm just trying to complete my undergrad. I started a few businesses during COVID, during the breakdown. Uh, not the breakdown, the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> also a breakdown. Also a breakdown, <laughs> a mental breakdown. COVID, like it just... It's been nuts. It's been nuts. It's been... The first few months were extremely treacherous. It was just constant fear. You were breaking bread every day, so... Baking bread. I opened up a bakery for (laughs) friends and family only. tie dyeing. I brought out my KitchenAid mixer that has literally just... Was so dusty. I could literally (laughs) draw on it. (laughs) It was so dusty. So that's the one great thing out of... I feel like you really went through the phases of COVID, very, very many phases. I was looking at photos (laughs) of myself during COVID from the beginning till now. And I must say, the girl in the beginning of COVID is definitely (laughs) not the same girl that's sitting here today recording a podcast. And yeah, so COVID was very eye-opening and somehow also very enlightening just to see where, just to see how the world came together, basically conquer this invisible enemy you know and we all banded together i mean there was periods of divide like in america but overall it was a very very everyone was trying to flatten the curve all over the world we were watching the news seeing the countries italy new york Everyone was just taking such a hard hit and it just
1: to perspective that no one was safe. We were all... I feel like it was also a time for a lot of self-reflection for a lot of people. I think it was people were really and are still like reevaluating their lifestyles, their choices, like what they wanted of life. And so I think that it's, I mean, it's been a very horrible period, but it's also been a very interesting period in terms of seeing how everyone's adapting and reacting to it and like going forward with their lives in a different way. So it's been cool. And maybe I should introduce myself now because who are you? (laughs) How did you get here? So, Sonia and I are actually sister in laws. Well, almost sister in laws, soon to be. So, my husband, well, I'll start from the beginning. Well, not the beginning, but (laughs) I was born. I'm 28. I'm 28 years old. I'm a female and I live in Toronto with um, my husband. I'm married to Sonia's boyfriend's brother. So we're sister-in-laws and that's how we know each other. So, well, I guess more about me. I have been in marketing for the last three years, that profession, and during COVID um, I got let go. So I've been looking for a job ever since um, May of this year. So it's been a really interesting few months for me. Um, There's been a lot both personally and professionally in these last few months that has really made me reevaluate my life and figure out what I want to do with it Um, and we started a mask chain business together so we've been working on that and that's been really amazing but I think overall I'm just figuring out whether or not I want to be an entrepreneur whether I want to be self-employed what career path to take so I'm going through a period of definitely self-discovery and figuring out my both personal and career journey that's really great so I have one question for you Susan are you happy oh my god it's so funny because you asked me that a few weeks ago and I said I am happy and it's crazy to say that because I feel like there's so much going on in my life that I I shouldn't be happy but I am in a weird way but am I at my maximum level of happiness no I think you know I'm above a five below a ten that's what I'd say so I'm somewhere in the middle but I'm aiming for that 10 I'm aiming for it I think that I think that it's been really interesting for me personally. I think the more I get to know myself and the more that I'm with myself in a weird way, I can't explain it, the happier that I'm getting. It's like at the end of the day, the only person that can make you happy is yourself. So it's like once you realize that and you are able to take your happiness into your own hands, I think that's when the magic happens. What do you think? Are you happy? I think that's great. Am I happy? Same as you.
0: I definitely have my lulls, Periods where I'm extremely happy. Like, so happy that, like, I feel on top of the world. Mm -hmm. And then there are times where I just feel so sad. So sad. Mm -hmm. And worried. A lot of worry. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of worry and fear that comes Mm -hmm. with my sadness about my future, where I'm going, Mm -hmm. if I'm with the right people, if I'm, I am the person that I want to be. And I would definitely say there's 60-40, yeah, of sadness. Mm -hmm. 40% happy. It's just a lot of worry and fear. And... That's why I'm doing this because I really just want to know if I'm alone, if there are people out there that also feel this way and if they are happy, what is the secret that really makes people feel good. You know, cuz I know there's certain things that make me feel good. I for one, do you know your love language? Yeah, I, I they're all it's all of them. I need it all. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> yours. Totally. Um I definitely I know I'm I love gifts, like not to sound materialistic or anything, but I really do love gifts. And I also love acts of service. Did you like the cookie I got you today? It was so nice. Was that a gift that you liked? It really made me happy. Thank you. (laughs) I love gingerbread cookies. But also acts of service, which Mm -hmm. has been a huge problem in my
1: relationship probably the biggest disconnect but I think that is so common I think a lot of the times women's love language is acts of service and men are not as able to give acts of service as women typically are obviously this is a very this is generalized level, statement but, but like you know there's different I think that's I think it's a common problem it
0: is especially in my relationship it's just that's the biggest hurdle and that honestly that impedes on my happiness because it, it's something I want and I can't get
1: in a way Mm-hmm. you know um but i think even going back to like your 60 40 split of happiness like you're saying and like you have your periods of like really happy and then your periods of really low or scared or i think we all go through that like i go through that everyone i know goes through that no one's happy 100 percent of the time and i don't think i personally don't think that's the point of existing as a human i think that as humans we're gonna have moments where we're better than others and If you have 100% happiness you wouldn't even know what happiness is you need to have those lows you need to have those times that are not so good to really be able to appreciate those high times you know I completely agree but
0: I think that what would you say would be the ideal percentage Mm. for happiness and sadness because the goal of life is to be happy you want to spend it with the people you love you want to do the things you love you want to just be fully and immersed in your life that Everything you do makes you feel good and mm-hmm, happy. Mm-hmm. So what would you say? Because obviously you're right. You need to have the balance yeah. where you can honestly appreciate the times when you're happy. So you can really feel it when you're feeling good. Right. But then what would be the, the ideal The ideal percentage? Like 50-50 well, is... A, that's
1: not happiness. No. That's not a life. No. That's agreed. not what we're aspiring no, for. No, definitely not. I would say anything above an 80% happiness like if you're at between a 10 to 20% of you know lower times I think that sounds pretty reasonable I don't know what do you think you know I want, 100%. You want 100 hundred. <laughs> I just like think 99% that there's, a difference. I think there's
0: happiness just mm-hmm. all encompassing and I know that's completely unrealistic and maybe even impossible it might even be impossible but it that's
1: that's what I'm working towards that's really what I'm working towards I think there's a difference though um, and I think we were talking about this today actually but There's a difference between being happy like happiness is a great goal but it's not the only goal. I think that there's more to life than I think that you should be happy as much as possible but if that's your goal you're never going to attain it. You need to do things that happiness is a byproduct like you need to do things that will make you feel fulfilled in life in whatever way you see fit and that will in turn bring you happiness. Exactly. but then, that makes
0: sense? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. No, but I mean, sometimes like you I want to find the things that I love. I want to find right. the things that will make yes. me happy yes. at the end, right? Yes. So at the end of the day, it's doing all these
1: things out. But what me I mean, okay, so like happiness. I'm going to give you an example. So let's say you have a child and they're sick. Like, let's say they have a cold and you have to nurse them back to health for a, a week. Mm-hmm. Are you happy during that time? No, because like your child's sick you're you know it's not ideal but you're fulfilling your life mission or your goal or you're feeling good to be of service to someone to take care of someone to be a mom to and that period might not be happy but you feel good doing it so you don't need to be like on this sugar high of happiness all the time where you're like jumping on trampolines and eating ice cream and that's not necessarily always what happiness looks like you know what i mean i think happiness that's, looks yeah that's right r- that's actually a really interesting
0: point you made because it's true happiness does come in various shapes and sizes and can be anything it could be anything honestly and I don't think I mean happiness in the sense of like always smiling always laughing always giddy I just think when I picture happiness it's just not contentment yeah fulfillment Mm -hmm. like even if I was taking care of my child Mm -hmm. I would be so happy because that's my child yeah you know and I want them to get better Mm -hmm. so it's Mm-hmm. That's what I'm aspiring to feel. Got you, right? It's the journey. That's the f- that's the journey. That's the journey of this life. That's why we're here. We're just trying to figure out how people are doing it, how they're coping. And like we said, we're not experts. We're not experts in the field of happiness. We're not experts in therapy or anything like that. We're just two young girls trying, trying to, to make figure it out. It. <laughs> trying to make it in this world. In try to make it in this Canada.
1: closet <laughs> <laughs> um so if, in your opinion what are the most important buckets in your life to have fulfilled in order to feel that happiness like what are those areas that that you think make people the happiest if they have the bucket filled to the top you know what it's like relationship career definitely
0: relationships I think relationships are a huge part of happiness. The people you surround Mm -hmm. yourself with can really influence everything you're feeling, Um, whether it be your husband, your boyfriend, your parents, your siblings, even your friends or cousins, anyone that's in your circle or bubble, as COVID (laughs) has declared, anyone that's in your bubble that actually sparks joy and sparks good feelings mm-hmm. that is a huge bucket to have mm-hmm. it's so yeah. important to surround yourself around people that inspire you mm-hmm. and want the best for you mm-hmm. and applaud every achievement that you have and it's hard to find it's <gasps> so hard to find my my teenage years I struggled so hard with finding people that were honest and loyal and caring to mm-hmm. the point where I was because I wanted all my friends to succeed and be happy because who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want that? I struggled a lot finding a good group of people. And I'm still searching, honestly. Like, oh, I feel like me. the search never stops. <laughs> the search never stops. You know, you're always meeting new people, always getting fucked over. You know, it's just it's a cycle, right? But I think my biggest bucket would definitely be relationships mm-hmm. and strengthening that and having the right people in my corner Mm -hmm. right and then I guess career that's Mm -hmm. important to me to like be financially independent not have to rely on anyone and if I do have to rely on someone you know it's it's okay right but you want to be able to to depend for yourself and then I guess those are like my biggest buckets Mm -hmm. yeah security financial security and
1: relationships they're good ones they're big ones what about you Uh, for sure the relationship situation is the exact same with me. I definitely feel like I'm so impacted by the people around me um, and that really reduces or improves my quality of life and career is really big for me. I just think that not necessarily in terms of like I wouldn't even call it like the career bucket. I'd call it like the purpose bucket. Like what is my purpose here? What's my passion? What makes me get into the flow wake up in the morning get excited um finding what that is and i think i'm getting there but it definitely is a journey and i think that as humans we're always evolving and it might be one thing one year and another thing another year who knows um health i think is really important so just Mm -hmm. like totally being taking care of myself i'm like The worst. I eat so much junk food. I don't work out, and I think that when that is really aligned for me, I think I feel a lot better, like happiness wise. Meditating, reading, walking outside, being in nature. I think those are all like really important things. Um, So having your body and your mind being feeling like balanced. Yeah, balanced. You Mm -hmm. know what's so funny? Like
0: when you when you brought up health, it's funny because it's such. It's honestly, health is, for some people, is so on the back burner until something happens to yeah, you. For sure. It is like, you don't, you just, you're, you're walking every day, you're breathing every day, and you don't even think about all these things that you're doing because it's just, that's what you do, right? It's autonomic. And until something happens to you, that's when your whole perspective on health changes. And it's sad that I didn't even, it wasn't even on my radar, my health, because... That's super important. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs, he literally said, "I have all." I don't know if he said this verbatim.
1: <laughs> but to quote Steve Jobs,
0: <laughs> not to quote him, but to the premise of yeah. his what he was saying was basically like, "I have all this money in the world, yet I can't even get my health." That's so I sad. have right. all of it. I have everything. The best doctors. I have. I'm able to get the best medicine. I'm able to get all of these things that a lot of unfortunate people cannot. Unfortunately, they just can't. Mm-hmm. But he could get it all and yet he still couldn't make it happen and he ended up passing as right. I'm sure everyone knows already. But that's it's so
1: it's so crazy that you If you that don't up. have that, you don't have anything else, essentially. Exactly. I mean, obviously, in terms of, like, life or death situation, sometimes I think that actually what I've seen a lot of the time is, like, people going through health struggles and being able to be happy despite that. That, to me, is such bravery and courage. And I, bravery. And I think that is, like, we need to talk to some of those people, whoever it is. 100%.
0: When I – here's another anecdote. I feel like I'm, like, the <laughs> anecdote queen – but I, I remember being at Sick Kids Hospital, which is like a very prominent hospital in Toronto that deals with sick children, obviously. Do you think we're going to have people not from Toronto? <laughs> I hope we get people from all around. But basically, I was at this hospital when I was really young, around 15 or 16 years old. I guess it's not too young. But I was there. And for some reason, they sent me to the oncology department, which is with kids, with people that have cancer. And... I remember walking in with my mom and just seeing all of these young children, like between the ages of two to five, maybe two to six, they all had shaved heads and they were all so happy. Like they just were the happiest kids I've ever seen, honestly. And you knew going in there, you knew what their destiny was or what, not their destiny, but what lies ahead. And they had no idea, which is freaking devastating.
1: Well, I think that just goes to show, actually, that, you know, they're living their lives one day at a time. Like, they're not, as kids, you don't think the way that you do as an adult. Like, you're not going, what's going to happen to me next month? Am I going to, next year? Is it going to be this? So they're just living in the moment. And that, I think, is really the key to happiness. Truly. Wow, you heard it here first. <laughs> the, the first key, time anyone's ever said that in the, the world. The key
0: to <laughs> happiness is living in the moment. Carpe fucking DM, right? (laughs) Totally. Carpe fucking DM. Seize the motherfucking day. Seize it. Seize it, everyone. Anyways, this is us. This This is our intro. This is who we are. So if you are down, subscribe. Join the journey because it's going to be a long one. It will be a long one. And yeah, do you have any plugs? Like, do you want to (laughs) plug? No. No? Okay, well, I mean... Obviously, we're going to plug our business because... Oh, okay. Let's plug it. Yeah, we got it. We are selling mass chains. They are very cute. Very cute. Um, They are... I like your echo. Very cute. Very cute. <laughs> and they are sold on JomamiJewelry.com. And you can find us on Instagram at Jomami. That's about it right now. I'm going to set up maybe a an email in the coming days so you can submit
1: stories, more anecdotes, I'd love to read them. We're also gonna set up an Instagram for the podcast. So we'll keep sure. you guys posted. We'll put it in the show notes what our new podcast Instagram handle is. So stay tuned.
0: It'll probably be along the lines of Are happiness. you happy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we can get that handle but we'll we'll we do our best. Check. So are you happy? are you happy? I'm gonna check right now. We should. Okay. Anyways ta ta everyone have a lovely weekend and thanks for tuning in. Bye guys. Bye.